Welcome to the People Doing Good podcast. I'm Jerry Robinson. My name is Mariah Bulk, and our, our technician here. I mean, thank <laughs> God you know how to work all these cords to these plugs. God, our technician. You should only see. I'm like, plug it in, plug it in. It's not working. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything, Jerry. The microphones aren't working. And mm-hmm. then it was uh, the headphones weren't yeah, plugged I in. I think you got to plug in the headphone, too. Yeah, so... We figured it out. Yeah, I'm the technician, have, and that's yeah, a scary thing. That's all right, though. So we might have, you know, that's okay. There might be a few issues. That, oh, no. There won't be no issues. Okay. I know there won't be, but I just wanted to throw it out there in case something popped up. Well, Charlene to take care of that, though. Charlene, the producer, go-to production. Go-to? We thank her. You know, we don't thank her enough. No, I think we don't. She's, she's been amazing from the beginning for us, and... She takes the the what we record and she makes it sound really good. And I, she does. I mean, that's what everybody's telling me. You know, that's they, 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 they said, you know what, this sounds. Hey, you guys sound really good. Sound like you're you know you're having fun, and we and they appreciate the 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 the, the product that we bring. Yeah, let's let's talk more about ourselves. We're going to brag about. We do that. Do, we yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, so Jerry Robinson. Yes. Um, um, tell me a little bit about your NFL career. You know what? It was awesome. It was a 13-year <laughs> career, but what I love about it was yes. it's, it's a dream come true. Well, it is. You know, it's, it's, I knew that at some point I, my goal was to be a professional athlete. I didn't know which sport it was, yeah. but I knew I was going to do whatever I had to do, even if that meant staying away from certain people and different groups and and hanging out with a different bunch of different people. Sometimes you lose friends, but you really find out who your real friends are when they realize you have a goal, you have a mission in life, and they want to do everything they can to help you get there. So, you know, the 13 years in the NFL, but the, hey, hey. the four years in college was pretty cool, too. Yeah, UCLA Hall of Famer. Oh, you too, so kind. Yeah. Well, so. it's true, though. That's a good point, Jerry. For any young people out there listening, and I know some of my young people in my life listen to this sometimes. It's true. You know, the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. say a lot about who you are. Yeah. And much like you in high school, yeah. I had a minimal amount of friends. I had lots of acquaintances. But right. my, my mission was to do a good job and get myself to the next level. You, and you know? did. And I did. And you did. You did a great job. As a matter of fact, you did such a great job. You're in the Hall of Fame, the Hillsburg Hall of Fame. So you know what? You know, is the other thing about, you know, people will judge you by the people you hang out with, you know. And so you got to be real careful. It's true. I know when when I'm around town here and people see me with you, I'm like, oh. You're crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, are they judging me because I'm hanging out with Jerry? God. <laughs> But it's okay. That, you know, you bring a lot of good to my life. <laughs> you got me all choked up over I'm here. just kidding. Jerry, oh, have a, go ahead. Have a good cough. Here's some water. Okay, I'm all right now. Jerry. I'm all choked up. Mm-hmm. But I'm kidding. I'm honored to spend time with Jerry Robinson. And um, Likewise, I feel the same way about you, you know. And, um, you know, let me say this. I, I, I'm i thinking about this. I want people to understand, realize that... Um, we didn't touch on, you know, Veterans Day. And I don't if we did, we didn't get very deep in it. But in the National Football League, it is Salute to Service Month. And all the teams in the National Football League, they are they're making people realize how much they appreciate the military and the armed forces. You see a lot of commercials on. And I've been very fortunate with the through the Raiders to have been able to involved in a couple of things. One was called Flags of Valor where there was like 16 family members showed up at the Raider Complex. They were from Air, um, Travis Air Force Base, and they were making flags so they can send to their loved ones that are out there protecting our country. And 
the great opportunity to go to Las Vegas. Hey. To uh, the Nellis Air Force Base where the uh, Las Vegas Raiders Family Association you know, was hosting a, a party for, for the military people out there just to show your thanks, you know. And I just, it makes me feel good because my dad served and I've had other people serve in this country and we want everybody to know how much we really appreciate it and the NFL is doing that too. So it's been, this month, that's what it's, that's what it's been about. And the whole it's, month, that's yeah, cool. And you go to month. Vegas tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah, by the time this comes out. Yeah, you will have come back. Will have come we'll back. Have come and I'm and, yes, and I'm I'm looking forward to it because you know it's not just like I said, it's not just the Raiders, but the whole entire NFL, the San Francisco 49ers, the Eagles, all the 32 teams. They uh they show their support. So, a couple of weeks ago, we had the Raider game. It was the Raiders and the Cincinnati Bengals. The flyover is taking place. I I go to the game and when those bad as jets fly over after mm-hmm. the national anthem, it brings tears to my eyes. So what happened was there was a gentleman, an older gentleman, sitting in the cart, and they put him up on the big screen. His name was Mickey, and they were letting everybody in the stands know. said, you know, this war veteran and hero, uh, Mickey. He's ninety nine years old today. Wow! But tomorrow, on Monday. He will be 100 years old. And they showed a birthday cake that the Raiders had presented to him. And at the count of three, the, the PA announcer was like, one, two, three. And over 60,000 people started singing happy birthday to Mickey. That's cool. And then he started crying and started wiping the tears from his eyes. You know, you can imagine there were a lot of there was a lot of tears in there. It was just it was just great to see that. And once again, you know, we all appreciate our military people. Oh, we do. My brother is in right now. He's in Colorado Springs at uh, the U, U, the Air Force Academy. Air Force Academy. Yeah. He's teaching language there. He's teaching Arabic and French, I believe. But What's he spent name? a lot of his time overseas. Seth. Seth. Seth Volk. Thank you, Steph. Shout out, Seth. Seth. I'm telling him he's on here and making yeah. him listen. Well, you know what? We appreciate it. I, I don't know you, Seth. I know your sister. But I know if you're in, this, in the military, you're, you're doing what you have to do to make sure that we're able to do what we can do on a daily basis. And yeah. we really appreciate that. Yeah, we're grateful and otherwise known as Seth the Roll Bisquick. Okay. He's going to love that I shared that with the well, podcast then. listeners. All right, the then. All right. So uh, today on our podcast... I'm really excited about this one. Me too. Because it combines a lot of the different things that Jerry and I both really care about. And one of the main things is kids and helping kids. And we're featuring the Boys and Girls Clubs of Sonoma and Marin on today's show. And Jerry and I were lucky enough to go and visit uh, Roseland Elementary School to the Boys and Girls Club program they have there. Now, back in the day when I was a kid... Boys and Girls Club, you know, they had the locations. Now, they still do, but now they're traveling to the school. Mm-hmm. So it's an after-school program. So they, there's no transportation necessary. These kids get done with the school, and they walk to wherever on campus the Boys and Girls Club has set up their program. Uh, you look like you want to say something. <laughs> uh, back in the day. Back in the day. So we you're back in the day. One. So... I'm even further back in the day, and it's just we found out very interesting. I, I thought it was very interesting yeah. finding out from being at Rosen Elementary School in Santa Rosa was that Mariah and I, I went to the same Boys and Girls Club. Of course, there's a decade or two in between, a couple of decades in between. But uh, so that's why it was really exciting for me because I know what it was like 
back in the day to go there and to uh, be in a safe place and and learn about sports and learn about schools and do you do your homework whatever it is but we've found out that you're going to hear pretty soon about all the different programs they have now yeah you know you know back then it was a location there was like foosball and pool and there were always i remember this there were always really cool uh, leaders, young adults, or even teenagers that were older that had an impact. And I always remember that vibe and the camaraderie between the whoever was the leader kind of working at the Boys and Girls Club, whether they were volunteering or working for money. And I saw that when we visited uh, the mm-hmm. Boys and Girls Club at Roseland. There yep. was, uh, the kids were just very uh, attached. Yes, they were. To their leaders. And they look forward to it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, by the way, Boys and Girls Club, um, the one Jerry and I went to in Santa Rosa, Montgomery Village. Yep. And my my story about that is that I, I played basketball there the first year I ever played basketball in sixth grade. And I was the only girl because there weren't girls teams. So I was the only girl on the boys team in my pink shoes. I don't know why I was wearing pink. I never I don't like pink now. But, but I know you dominated. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't start just off learning. so good. I was okay, just we all got to crawl before we walk. Oh, right? I crawled. <laughs> so did I. I crawled for a couple of years, and then I was like, you know what? I want to run. Yeah, and you did. It's not crawl anymore. Yeah. So, anyway, we're talking about ourselves again. Damn. Back to the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to give you some stats, and I'm going to read these. Um, but this is a pamphlet that was given to us. When we visited, um, we've got, this is the Boys and Girls Club after school program, 3,000 plus youth walk through our doors each day, 10,000 young people ages 4 to 24 attend the clubs each year, 10,000, 81% of members come from low income homes, 45% don't live with both parents, 73% are Latino, 57% of club alumni say the club saved their lives. See, that gives me a little teary eye um, because it does make a huge difference and an impact. And, and without giving you too much, too much away about what this interview entails, let's, let's, let's get to it, Jerry, okay. and, and let them tell their story. We did get to talk to a couple kids. You'll hear the kids are so cute. I can't wait for you to hear them. Okay. Anything else before we get into it? Uh, let's roll. All right. Edwards, and she is the executive vice president of the Boys and Girls Club of Sonoma Marin. And Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. We just want to know, in your words, describe what your position is within the, the organization. Absolutely. I feel like I have the best job in our organization because uh, I get to see all of our clubs in action. There are 41 of them all across Sonoma and Marin counties. And also I get to be telling the story of the work we're doing for young people in our county um, all day long, every day, which is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I get to invite people to join us and be a part of the, the work that we're doing to try to change kids' lives. That's amazing. We we just got a little tour through, you know, a couple of different rooms where the kids were yeah. hanging out. And, and they, they all seemed very happy and comfortable. And they were so excited to see Jerry. They were. That was- made my morning. Made my afternoon. Made my day. For sure, and I was very impressed with some of the kids shouting out the different sort of programs that you're offering right now. Can you kind of go into the different options that you have? So this is an after-school program here at Roseland, and so the kids whose parents are working, um, 
have an opportunity to stay at school and do not just sit and do their homework in a room, but there are activities that are offered for them. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. We open our doors every day after school, uh, and we want young people to have the opportunity to learn and grow through high-quality enrichment programs and through academic support. So we know kids need to be successful in the classroom, but they also need to be successful out of the classroom. And so we offer over 180 different uh, enrichment programs every single year. Um, to our 10,000 club members. And those programs are in a few key areas. We offer character and leadership programs, health and life skills programs, which you heard a little bit about kids cooking. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a few of those, which I'll talk about. Um, We have sports, fitness, and recreation programs, arts programs. Uh, And so all of those are helping us drive to the key outcomes we want for kids. So we want them uh, to be academically successful, make healthy life choices, and develop good character. So uh, every day from school dismissal until 6 or 7 o'clock at night, depending on location, that's what we're trying to do uh, is help kids be their best version of themselves. I love it. It's so fun. I am a Boys and Girls Club alumni. So I'm I. very proud of it. I was out of the one in um, uh, San Rosa near Montgomery High School. Yeah. I yeah, played yeah. basketball there. I was the only girl on the boys' basketball team because there weren't girls' teams yet. Right. And right. I wore my pink Converse high tops. <laughs> Were you a good basketball player? Not at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, yeah. I remember being embarrassed to get the ball. I was the only girl. It was yeah. sixth grade. Absolutely. But still, I was out there, and I was yep. doing it. But you know what? Being not very good at first, initially, it drove me to... I ended up playing college basketball. Oh, my gosh. And I wanted to be good after that. But then, seventh grade, I got to play with girls. Yep. And, you know, it was a little bit of a different scenario. Yeah, one of the things I love about the work that we do at the club is there are so many opportunities for kids who are great at things to participate. If you're great Mm -hmm. at basketball, you can play up for the school, you make the team every year, and you feel really good about yourself. Mm -hmm. But if you're not that great at basketball, sometimes it's hard to find opportunities to develop relationships with adults, to make positive connections with your peers. And so at the club, that's what we're trying to do. So we have robust sports leagues where kids are playing each other from other clubs and they might not be great but they're having a great time yeah. and that's the idea we want them to have a place where they belong and feel like they're making a contribution to their team to their community uh, without having to be the superstar yeah you know I, <laughs> that to me that's very important too that, that kids get an opportunity to be part of a team for one thing and then you get a chance to be part of a winning program so you can't win them all obviously but you know to experience what it's like the excitement when you win a game, no matter what sport it is or whatever you're doing, it says it goes a long ways in life. I agree. No, we both experienced that. I was going to say, it sounds like you're both athletes, so you understand and know the importance of sportsmanship and how to work hard and carry your weight. And, and our sports programs, they are <laughs> – I see you box over there. Uh, our sports programs, they, are, they do teach sports fundamentals, but they also teach the fundamentals of good character and uh-huh. show up for your teammates and – uh, how you support each other if you're not playing your best and yeah. um, really making sure that every time we're practicing, we're going over those things too. You know what, that just, that just reminds me of uh, just when I was growing up, that's how I'm so grateful that there's that there's still the Boys and Girls Club because, yeah. you know, I remember I learned a lesson way back when I was really young, you know. You know, I was taught that if you can't be a good sport, don't play. That's exactly right. And that's really what it is, is if you can't shake that guy's hand after you lose, 
why are you shaking this guy's hand when you're winning? You know, so you had to learn how to be a good sports behind the whole thing. It was a life, it's a life lesson. Michelle, can you tell me a little bit about the program you guys have within the juvenile hall here? Absolutely. It's such a unique opportunity for us to serve the kids in Sonoma County who truly need us most. So these are uh, mostly teenagers who, for various reasons, have come on hard times, maybe uh, have made some difficult choices that have landed them incarcerated. And we have the opportunity to work with them uh, every day that they're inside juvenile hall and provide the life changing programs that we talked about earlier um, to them so they can really reflect on the choices that they've made, how they've landed in the situation, and then we start to dialogue with them about how to make better life choices. Uh, And we do that through a really unique collaboration with Sonoma County Probation. And uh, the kids uh, come to us for these programs, and then they have the opportunity to to do uh, workout and recreation activities in a club facility inside the hall. So when you walk Mm -hmm. into Juvenile Hall, looks like uh, an incarceration facility. Mm -hmm. You meander down a hallway and you open the door to a brightly colored boys and girls clubs and it looks like a boys and girls clubs ping pong table foosball that sort of thing Um, and that's the incentive for kids to come it's the only place where they have access to those kinds of things video games a music studio um but they have to participate in the programs that help them develop job skills, help them develop um, interpersonal life skills, conflict resolution in positive ways. And then when they're released, we have the opportunity to work with them for 18 months after they're released to help them lead a crime-free life. And that program is called our REACH program. So we collaborate with their family, with their school, with their probation officer, uh, and help keep them from returning to juvenile hall uh, and making healthy life choices and uh, not committing any more crimes. So we really feel like it's a way to invest in our community to make the community safer, but also to invest in the life of a young person who maybe missed the opportunity to come to a Boys and Girls Club, uh, but they get to pick it up a little bit later and, and learn some skills that they need to live healthfully and safely in our community. It's, it's really a standout collaboration. That's such an important program. You know, we interviewed a guy named Buzzy Martin, who they call him the Guitar Man. They actually have oh, a movie about yeah. him. And he started out playing in the he well he played at San Quentin he would go Amazing. and teach teach music to mm-hmm. the inmates and then he started going to the juvenile halls around so to offer enrichment to yeah. people who are in that kind of situation is so key. It's really amazing. What we find all the time is so when uh, the kids in juvenile hall, when they come and they, they have to earn the right to come to the club with their behavior. So if they stay on track, they get to come to the club. And if they come a certain amount of sessions, they graduate from our programs and we give them a certificate. And it's a it's a little paper certificate that we print on our printer and it says, congratulations, you've graduated Boys and Girls Club program. And you've got these 17, 18-year-old kids involved in gangs and they treasure these certificates because they haven't had enrichment programs. They've not completed things. They've been kicked out of almost everything in their life um, until they come to the club inside Juvenile Hall. And then we found when they get out, they're going to court, they're getting on probation, and they have these folders of all the certificates they've earned at the Boys and Girls Club. And we uh, we make them such that they don't say Juvenile Hall. So they just say Boys and Girls Club. So when they're out in the community, they can keep them and uh, continue to be proud of that and not reflect back on their incarceration so much, but on the positive changes they've made. Uh, it's a really special opportunity. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys can come check it out. Thank you again, Michelle, so much. absolutely. And we're going to bring on some other guests and ask some more questions and find out more. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. So we are joined by a young man who's here at Roseland Elementary School. What's your name? Emiliano. Emiliano, how old are you? 11 years old. Okay, hold on. What's your favorite team? (laughs) Now, I've got to say this now because I played for the, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Raiders. I just want to know what your favorite team is. The Seahawks. Oh, oh, the Seahawks. 
I didn't like them either. <laughs> but, no, I let, let everybody know he's wearing a cool San Francisco 49er uh, sweatshirt. I have a lot of respect for the 49ers. I'm just having fun. <laughs> he really does. And so if you're a Seahawks fan, where'd you get the 49er sweatshirt? Oh, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so your dad's a Niner fan. Well, you know what? I, you know, I, I, I just had my car washed a couple of days ago, and I do need to get my rims cleaned. If I could borrow that sweatshirt. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm with your dad. Come, no, I'm playing. Dad, I'm just playing. <laughs> anyway. He doesn't mean it. Emiliano's you know dad. I, do. I apologize on Jerry's behalf. Okay, hope it. <laughs> but do you like soccer? Don't you like, you like soccer? Yeah. Okay. Do you play soccer here? Yeah. Okay. All right. What position? Just all over the place, huh? Yeah. Are you good? You gotta use your words, bud. Um, you can be honest. I mean, you're not bragging. I mean, do you? You can say if you're good. I'm not yes, good. You are. You, you're good. good. I bet you are. I bet you are. I'll tell you one thing. You have one of the coolest haircuts. It's something about soccer players <laughs> and their haircut. I can't get, see, look, I can't get my do like that. My hair won't go that way, man. You know, it's a handsome kid. He's a handsome kid. Um, Milena, can you tell us a little bit about your favorite thing to do here besides sports? Do you do other stuff? Yeah. Tell me about it. What do you do? Um, programs. You have friends who come, and you, you're able to do homework here too, and get it done, so you don't have to do it yeah. at home, right? That's a good thing. Yeah, I, I want to know what was the your favorite thing you like to do while you're here. There's probably it could be a couple things. It doesn't matter. I just want to know when you come here, what is it that you really enjoy to do, enjoy doing? Um, playing sports. Uh huh. Cool. And seeing Antonio. Oh, oh that's really nice. Awesome. So you you like being you like being here because you like the people too here, huh? That's important, huh? It makes you feel good, huh? It makes you smile. Does make you smile? Yeah, look at that smile on his face. No, yeah, oh, that's good. What about school? Is there a, is there a subject you like? Is there? Yeah, oh, math. Math. You're a math guy. Oh, Are you so a math guy? So you can count Jerry? that money right, huh? You <laughs> <laughs> think about that money, man. He is looking at me. I know. I'm you. Yeah, you got you to make sure that money's straight. <laughs> Oh, Do you know what you want to be when you grow up? Uh, yeah. What is it? A soccer player. Professional soccer? Sweet. Good for you. I hope that you will be, and I believe you can. Hey, good you know? You're sitting right across from someone who had the same dream to be a professional athlete, yeah. and he grew up in Santa Rosa. He went to Bellevue Elementary School, and when he was your age, when people asked him, probably what he would say, pro athlete, and he did it. So you can too. And just, you know what, I'll give you a little bit of a little advice, man. Never give up on your dreams. Never. Don't let anybody tell you what your dream should be, because that's your dream, man. You gotta hold on and believe on in what you have to do. And trust me, work hard at it. Work harder than anybody. Can everybody make it? You know, only a selected few actually make it that far. But as long as you keep working hard and you just keep remembering, you want to be the best. And just realize, being realistic that. There's always somebody better than you. You'll keep working hard just to get there. So, man, don't don't let anybody tell you, oh, man, you're not tall enough or you're not fast enough or you need a new hairdo or whatever it may be, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But seriously, man, never give up on your dreams, all right? Promise? Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Is there anyone else, anyone you want to give a shout-out to on the podcast? Do you have a brother or sister or dad or mom? Yeah. Buddy? Say their name. Uh, uh, shout out David. to David. <laughs> All right, wait. Okay, David, shouting out at David. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, we're back here with Antonio Lopez. And Antonio, what's your title? So I'm a senior program director here at Boys and Girls Club. Okay, so what I saw when we met you here at the elementary school was the kids looking at you with admiration and running up to you and excited to see you. And the kid that we just spoke to, Emiliano, we asked him a question. What do you like coming for? What's your favorite thing? And one of them was you. Yeah. It's, so you're making an impact. So it's, yeah. I mean, again, a lot of that stuff is the reason why I show up every day. Um, it's never boring. I tell everybody it's never boring. Always something new. Um, but that's truly the reason why I show up to work. I mean, it's fun. It's so great. Yeah. So what got you into this type of work? So both my parents are educators. My dad was a counselor for 19 years, principal, vice principal, worked for the school district. Now he's a college counselor. Um, He's almost done. He's about to retire. Uh, My mom just retired as a teacher for 35 years. Um, So, again, it's in my blood. My dad always told me to be a doctor, but it's not what I wanted to do. Um, And my sisters actually all worked here at Boys and Girls Club. Um, my sister opened up this site um, about a, 10 years ago, I believe. Um, first school Shout site. What's her name? Ana Marisa. Shout Ana out to Marisa. Ana. Okay. Uh, yeah, she opened up this site and then went along and moved, opened some other sites. Um, and I had two more sisters who also worked as a coordinators. And uh, one is, I believe, is SPC, um, Senior Program Coordinator. Um, so after college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew it was education somewhere along those lines. Um, and then Anna reached out to me and said, hey, how about Boys and Girls Club? I never thought I'd move to Sonoma County, um, originally from Ukiah. Um, so, but here I am. So you went to what college did you go to? So I went two years junior college at Mendocino. Okay. Um, and then transferred down to a small NAIA, uh, La Sierra University in Riverside. Okay. Now you like baseball, right? I love baseball. It's part of my blood. It's, again, it's kind of what's kept me on track, uh-huh. to be honest. So, Yeah. We were talking a little bit with Antonio before we started recording that we had in common that we all played college athletics mm-hmm. and that it affects who we are in so many ways, having those experiences as an athlete mm-hmm. and learning to work with other people and be a good teammate. That's, I think, the biggest thing. We have such a big team that we have to work together. Um, another thing is, like, time management, um, making sure, like, you have everything routine, ready to go. Um, and it's something I try to preach to these our members every day, um, kind of like working towards a goal, working as a team, as a power hour, you know, we're together. Like, if, if we're all loud, then let's make sure that we're all on the same page. We're quiet. Um, bring it back together as a class. Um, even with my own, our staff here, uh, really kind of make that known that we are a team. It's not just the director. It's not just the SBC. It's we're together as a Every team. Player Every matters. player. That's it. That's right. And, you know, also I'm thinking as you're talking about the work that you're doing right now, a lot of these kids may not have the ideal home situation going Absolutely. on, whatever that may be. Um, difficult home lives mm-hmm. and difficult financial situations and that the job that you profession you've chosen is one that you never know what kind of massive impact you might make on a kid every single day yeah you know so thank you for that of course yeah it's it's fun well you know what and, and, and as we were walking up here you know i saw a couple of girls with you mm-hmm. and and look, there was this food tray, or tr- not tray, it was more than trays a tray. Trays of food, yeah. Trays of trays yep. of food. Nine. Nine, <laughs> Nine trays. Milk. So every day, these kids, is that what happens? Yeah, every day we're fortunate enough to feed them through Red, flu- red Foods, and um, they get a meal every day. And something I think um, Michelle would say that we, a lot of these members, that was the last meal. And I was like, nah, it's not the last meal they get. And it's so crazy that a lot of these meals are the last meal that some of them will have for the day. And we feed them at 4.15. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just. Tell us a little bit about that. That's really amazing. It's amazing. Parents are getting home from a long work day. Not only don't have to the financial burden of buying the meal, yep, but the time to cook it. They can absolutely sit and be with their kids. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, that's what's happening. Yeah, and they and a lot of them we have a a no thank you box where a lot of members if they don't eat the apple, don't eat the carrots, they can put them back in in there. And you'll have members come like, hey, can I can I have some more carrots? I'm like, absolutely, don't take take it. Parents will come and ask. We take a couple milks and. We, we do it the proper way, but we make sure that they do get the milk and the extra carrots if they need it. That's great. I'm, I'm looking around here since we've been here, Mariah and I've been here, and we've met several different people, and there's going to be other people going to meet. And we're sitting here with Antonio right now, and I just want you guys to know, really, you guys really make a difference in people's lives. I mean, and I respect you all for that. I applaud y'all for what you're doing because I know what it's like uh, being an alumni of Boys and Girls Club. Mm -hmm. It was important for me. You know, it's changed quite a bit since I was <laughs> a long yeah. time ago. And it's changed for the better. And the things that you guys are doing, you're changing people's lives. You're giving them hope. And you're giving them something to look forward to because, you know, People don't know what people go through at home mm -hmm. or at work or whatever it is. And these kids right here, you, you don't know. And it's just for them to get up in the morning knowing that you have some, I have something to look forward to, it, it makes all the difference in the world. Thank you That's very it. much. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, of course. We're joined by two young ladies who are also members of the Boys and Girls Club. And first, tell me your names. I'm Sasha. And I'm Story. And Sasha, how old are you? I'm 11. Fifth grade? Fifth grade. Okay. And I'm also 11 in sixth grade. Okay. Um, Sasha, what's your favorite thing here at Boys and Girls Club? I really like it when, when I feel like I help one of the little kids learn oh. something or teach them something about friendship. It's important stuff, Sasha. Stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. So you, they put you with people of different ages in this thing, so you can help the little kids. Yeah. Do you have little siblings, brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have a little stepsister. She's in first grade. So you're sort of a professional at helping younger people. Awesome. And Story, what about you? What's your favorite thing here? My favorite thing is hanging uh, out with my friends for extra hours. And Sasha is one of my uh, friends. I met her while playing D&D with with a staff that I really like. Uh, his name's Steven. Shout out, Steven. We're doing <laughs> shout outs today. So anyone else you want to acknowledge or appreciate, you can do that too. And I like uh, the Torch Club program. What's it, that? It's a bunch of sixth graders who help out and do events for Boys and Girls Club. I'm looking at SS here, Sasha and Story, and these are young people who have, in their heart at this age, they've learned how important it is to help other people. I mean, you love helping people, you love helping people, and I just, I'm, I'm really proud of you girls, okay? I don't know you, I just met you girls. But you have such great hearts, and just keep doing what you're doing because, you know, you need more people helping people. And I just, I'm looking at these two young ladies right here, and, you know, I'm about to get all choked up, but 
I'm just happy that I'm in the same room with these two beautiful, wonderful ladies. Me too. Uh, I have a question, another question for you. I want to know something that might surprise other people about you or some unique fact. Like, for example, I collect rocks. I collect rocks everywhere I go. I'm looking for a really cool rock. And I've got rocks all over my house. Um, is there something that interesting about you that you like to do or collect? I like to collect pins that have different anime characters on them or different bands. Like on Sunday, I went to Hot Topic and I picked this one out, and the and there were so many that I'm like, it's hard to choose. <laughs> Overwhelming. Yeah. You collect the pins. So you're into anime. Mm-hmm. Anime's hot right now. My boys, I have two sons, and they're really into anime too. Do you like anime story? Uh, I watch one anime, and we bond over that. It's called My Hero Academia. Whoa! Can you say that, Jerry? Uh-uh. <laughs> Can you spell no, I'm gonna it? Try it. Okay. No. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting. Cool. So you have anime in common. Looks like you guys have a really mm-hmm. nice friendship. Yeah. So thanks again for sitting down with us and talking. Do you have anything else you want to say, or anyone you want to say hello to, or someone you want to thank in Boys and Girls Club? Shout out to Mr. Antonio for for being the best director and <laughs> helping me out when I need it, and that. Stuff. That stuff. <laughs> hey, that stuff's important. Eight story. Um, I want to make a shout out to my friend Leilani. Uh, she's been my friend for two years, and she helps me a lot. And to Mr. Jerry here, because he played for the Raiders, and, <laughs> and my family's a big fan of the Raiders. Oh boy, go Raiders! Right <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. Well, you know what? I tell you what. I would get, how many people in your family like the Raiders? A couple of people, four, five, six. How many people like um, the Raiders in your family? i tell you what we're going to do. Uh-oh, he's got a plan. Well, you, i tell you what, while you're counting, if you, <laughs> if you write the names down, okay? I'll give you some paper and pen before I'll, we go. Uh, yeah, I will, I, will, I will bring back here some autographed pictures for your family since you've got the coolest family on the planet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, buddy. Okay, Sasha, all right? I'll show you over Cool family too. Oh yes, I know. Whoever they're fans of. You're welcome. Okay, girls, thanks so much. You're gonna go get back to an activity. What are you doing right now? When we interrupted you, uh, we're, we were we just came from the after school program um, ensemble, the Roseland Youth Ensemble, and we we were practicing our instruments and. Oh, shout out to Mr. Andrew for okay. being one of the best leaders at the with the music yeah. at our school. Okay, Mr. Andrew, thanks for the music. And, and both of us are in this cool <coughs> science group with Mr. Steven, and we do North Bay science challenges, and we're going to participate in that la- later on in the year. Well, good luck in that. It sounds like you're doing so many exciting things. And keep doing the good things. You girls are doing a lot of good stuff for people. Look at the smiles on these little girls' faces. <laughs> yeah. Look See, keep looking out for other people because yeah. Jerry and I have both found that when we're helping other people or doing something good for other people, that's when we feel best about ourselves. So keep it up. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, we're still with the Boys and Girls Club, and we're now here with Maria. Hi, Maria. Hi, Hi Maria. 
When we walked into the room when we got here, you were in a room full of kids. And there yes. were probably about at least 20 kids in there, right? Uh, yeah, about. So what's your position? What exactly do you do? Um, well, my position in the Boys and Girls Club is currently I am a program coordinator, um, which usually means I am with kids, um, working with them during power hour, which is during homework time. I'm helping them out with homework, um, supporting them in any way that they need help. And then after, I usually do programs, which can vary from uh, fine arts, sports, um, character and leadership, about that. That's cool. Yeah, we've heard about quite a few of the programs. We've interviewed a few people, and the kids are so excited about the stuff they're doing. We just talked to Story and Sasha, and they were all about the the music, the orchestra or choir, whatever they're doing. It's very cool. Um, and how long have you been here? Um, I've been with the Boys and Girls Club for five years. Five years. And did you go to school in the area? Um, I didn't. I actually came to the Boys and Girls Club because my sister was enrolled in the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. Cool. What's your favorite thing about your job? Um, my favorite thing about the job? Yeah. I would have to say it's being around all different types of kids. Um, every kid has their own thing, and they're all unique in their own way. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of the kids kind of, you become a counselor to them, and they talk to you about their problems and things like that? Yeah, definitely. There's kids who open up to you. Um, and see you as a role model or even just someone they can talk to whenever they need something. Yeah, that's awesome. We, we're so grateful for the type of work you guys do. Everyone we've spoken to here is so impressive and amazing and how important what you're doing is. We, we, you know, we can't reiterate that enough. We're so aware of, you know, you're making a difference in kids' lives. Mm-hmm. And that's Jerry and I are all about that. Yep. You know, I, I know what it's like... Uh, just being able to talk to somebody about something that's going on at home or at school or wherever it is, to be able to get that off your chest. And what you're able to do is those kids that come in there and they know, you know, if there's something on their mind, they really know if there's something on their mind, they know they can come to you and they can talk to you about it and they're going to get, you know, get an honest answer, they're going to get love, they're going to get passion. And it's really important, you know, because a lot of times... Especially as a kid, I mean, let me just back up to this, the, the fires that we had a couple of years ago and then all the fires that are going on. You know, it's those young kids, it's the kids that are, are the family members that, that were evacuated or the houses burned down or they saw the fire. As, as adults, we get a chance to talk about it. Yeah. We talk about it. But those young kids don't talk about it. They don't talk about it. And they need somewhere to talk about things. And I know how important it is for, 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 for especially young kids to be able to know and have trust and faith and they actually love somebody that they're able to tell them something deep down inside. So you're just a special, unique lady. Thank you. So, <laughs> I know you've been here your whole life, as you said earlier. <laughs> yeah, been here forever. <laughs> forever, that's what you said, huh? But anyway. She said she is someone who answers questions very honestly. So I'd like to know if you have a favorite football team. Do I have a favorite football team? <laughs> yes. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I do like the Raiders a lot. Hey. You know what? When I I just could feel the love when we walked into the room right off the bat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, you know what? Yes. Okay. Well, right. Wait a minute. Hold on. Since we're being honest here, and I know how honest you are, do you have a favorite team? The Raiders. I have no choice. 
Okay, I'm just spend all my time with you. Okay, how could I? <laughs> yeah, we're be? rubbing off on and, you. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He gave me a Raider. I asked him. I told him I didn't have a Raiders any Raiders gear. And that day, he was wearing a Raider Foundation hat, and he took it off his head and gave it to me. So that hat is very special to me, Jerry. Thank very you. Very special to me too, and so are you. And everybody here that we spoke to today. All special people. I mean, you guys are really special. I love it. I love when people are, are giving back, and they're, and they're giving back from their hearts. They're giving back because they want to. They're giving back because they want to. And um, Is there anything else you want to say about the way your job makes you feel or how it might enrich your own life, working with the kids? Um, well, I currently just became a mom. Oh, oh, wait, oh the, the, the twins. twins. Oh, my gosh. We're like all oh. We heard about, wow, how old are your twins? Um, my twins are currently two months and a half. Oh, you look oh, wonderful. Oh, you sure do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. Nice You're job. welcome. Twins. Two, yeah. Two-month-old twins and you're at work. Yeah. Big props. That's amazing. Have, so have to come back fast. <laughs> so I already, I know this is a silly question to ask because I already know the answer to this, but I want everybody else to listen. You, the twins. Boy, girl, two boys. I had two boys. Two boys. Hey, so I, two boys. there you go. I already know they're going to be raised as Raider fans. I can see the little little Raider outfits. <laughs> Raider onesies. Raider onesies. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna have to do something about that. I'm gonna have to buy them something. Yeah. yeah. You will. Maybe we can. That's a good idea. And I just have to commend you. This woman sitting across from us yeah. gave birth to twins two and a half months ago, and she's here at work helping children. Yeah. Not her own. Sure, you go home and do a whole lot of work. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing to be really impressed by your staff is amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're wait, you didn't even, we didn't even let her finish her point. <laughs> she said she had the twins, and we interrupted. Oh yeah, we just kind of. <laughs> Were you going to elaborate on? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just had twins, and um, I've been here my whole life. So working with kids, um, I think, has really like helped me mm-hmm. be able to develop and see how. All kids are uniquely different, and I think it's going to help in the long run with motherhood. So I really actually love my job. I love working with kids. That's why I'm here. Um, So I'm pretty excited to put everything I have learned working with children here to put it on in life to my twins. Your twins are very fortunate to have a mom. You as their mom, they really are. What are their names? Um, their names are Aiden and Ian. We we have never shouted out an infant before, but Aiden and Ian. <laughs> You're woo, woo, woo. shouting out Raiders. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Don't cry. Sleep through the night, please. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> One full night for your mom. Anyway, thanks again so much for your time. Yeah, you're welcome. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Well, I hope and I actually know you guys enjoyed what you've been listening to. Uh, yeah, it puts a smile on my face when I think about it because the kids, the Sasha and Story, and uh, there was a couple other people, a couple other kids that were in there that had a chance to to share with us what it means to them. Yeah, what it means to them and how important it is in their lives, just like it was back in the day when it was in our lives. Yep, it's a very very special, and I love talking to the kids. They're so cute, you know. They're so honest. They're so honest yeah. and genuine, and these kids are grateful. So, we want to again take a take a moment to give thanks to the Boys and Girls Clubs of Sonoma and Marin. 
and um, to Michelle for the interview. And um, we hope that you'll go to their websites, check out what they're doing. You know, they're a nonprofit. You can always donate or volunteer uh, to help them with their services. And there's not a lot of other organizations that make this such a great impact with the young people. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I want to let everybody know, I did go back to the Boys and Girls Club of Sonoma and Marin. The office is in Santa Rosa. And I did bring Story some autographed pictures since her family's a Raiders fan. That was cool. And I also added a couple more in there. But uh, I just want to let everybody know that. And, you know, and by the way, you know, we like to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's all be grateful for everything we have and for our families. And grateful for having the opportunity to have this podcast and spread good news to you. Grateful to you for listening. Yeah, and you know, hey, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Wow, Jerry. Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, I was going to say, did you come up with that? This is a good man, though. Yeah. Nice. Same color. Thank you. Same heart. That's right. Same mission. Okay. To bring peace and happiness and joy. And that's what we're about here. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the People Doing Good podcast. Keep doing good out there and being kind to each other. And we'll be back with you next week with another amazing interview. On the Feel Good Podcast. See ya. The People Doing Good podcast is brought to you by Shoes for Kids. For more info, visit shoesforkids.com. It is created and hosted by Mariah Volk and Jerry Robinson. Produced and edited by Charlene Goto of Goto Productions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcast media. Follow on social media at One Good Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us at peopledoinggoodpodcast at gmail.com. 